one. I mentioned him about one or two minutes ago. Timo Werner. I expect him to start. And he's playing against the Watford team who I've bigged up as being open defensively. So, yeah, I've already I've already used him, but have you? Not, yeah, but what 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 was the rule? We couldn't use players that we used ourselves. No, I, I can't use him. I didn't realize you hadn't you already used, used him game week, game week one. Okay, so I've got to think of a replacement. Well, you can you can go first. Huh? I can't because I put Wilson. I've just realized you just used him as well. That is absolutely <laughs> abysmal from you, Tom. That's abysmal from both of us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to FPL Prentices Season 2, Episode 19. It's a bloody cold one tonight, Chris. Would you like to say hello? Yep. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're recording at 9.20 on a Monday night. It's got to be sub, sub-zero sub temperatures in your shed, Tom. Yeah, I've got icicles coming off my nose, bro. It's freezing. <laughs> icicles coming off that beard as well. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. So, we are we are here recording for the first midweek episode of the season, Tom. How do you feel? Not great after the game week, to be honest. <laughs> no, go on. Go on, take us through your team, Tom. Well, I was in quite a good place Saturday night. Um, on 30-something points with Kane, Regulon, Corne, Diaz and James to play. So it was like a nice green arrow incoming. And then fucking Burnley decided not to turn on their under-soil heating. So I lose Kane, Corne and Regulon, which I took a minus four for Corne as well. So I ended up on 39 minus four points. I got a 200k red arrow sign. So I was very, very annoyed of her on Sunday. And that uh, winter, winter, um, the winter month has not started well for me, that's for sure. Mm. Well, mixed fortunes uh, for the FPL apprentices, Tom, because I, on the other hand, had an absolutely sterling game week. 75 points with no, no um, minus points for transfers. Jota, the key man in that success, uh, very pleased with, with the week for me, though. I'm up to 440k now, Tom, pulling away from the joint account. Yeah, I mean, one week, anything can change. But yeah, good week for you. A bit rigged by the by the sounds of it. I think you had, you called up Burnley and uh, asked them not to turn on their underscore heating. I'm sure some people <laughs> would be calling you out for that this weekend. Yeah, I'm sure some people might have done, Tom, especially given that I had Son. Uh, and Ben Davies, who was my transfer in this week, who both didn't play. So it really adds up. Uh, but now, even with 10 players, I've had the 75-pointer. Uh, but in terms of our own team, it was the greatest of grey arrows you can possibly get. 50 points, uh, no minus points in transfers. The main man in our team this week, Tom? Trent. Jose Saar. Saar, yeah. 10-pointer from the Wolves, man. I had a very decent game away at Norwich. I think it was a bit fortunate. We got a bit lucky that we got the, the points there. But two clean sheets in a row for the Wolves keeper, Tom. He's doing, he's doing his bit before he leaves our team shortly. Yeah, no, I know. He's somehow matching Ramsdale as well. Well, outscoring Ramsdale. It's, it's what you love to see. Um, and it's been important from him. So, yeah, no, fair play to him. He's been, he's been decent for us, to be fair, over the period of time we've owned, we've owned him. And so we're sitting at 678k. 
Our transfer last week was Chilwell to James, so not much there. Sensible transfer from us, obviously. First time Chelsea haven't kept a clean sheet in a while, Tom. We'll get onto we'll get into the games uh, later. Uh, in fact, we'll get onto them right now, Tom. If you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're as ready as you've probably ever been for this prediction game. It's going to be quite a a fairly brief episode. Obviously, a very fast turnaround. Uh, we're going to get our differential out later. Uh, no watch list because there's just such a fast turnaround, and we're not making transfers this week either. But there is some. There's a couple things to discuss for our starting lineup. Anyway, games last week, Tom. It was quite a low-scoring prediction game week, uh, which normally means quite a, an unpredictable week of FPL. Now, I'm, I'm going to change up the the way we do it this week, Tom. You ended up with five points this week, alongside Instagram guest, who was your brother, Tom who has not featured this season as a guest, actually. But it, it will be happening at some point. I, I think we need to make sure he comes on, Tom. Yeah, I mean, he's he's bottling bottling in this season at the moment, um, from the top 10k to outside the top 20k. Yeah, I know. He, he had a poor prediction week, I think. Well, a decent week for his own team. I think he saw a nice green arrow. Uh, and he, he he's doing well. Uh, top 20k or so in the world. So, you know, it'd be great to have him on at some point, Tom. I'm looking at you. Yes, Tom, I want to have him on soon. <laughs> can't see, bruv. You may be looking at me, but I can't see you from over here. <laughs> I'm looking at your beautiful recording icon, all right? The FPL apprentice icon. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him on over Christmas, I'm sure. Okay, so Josh ended up with four. So, Tom, you caught up the guest. I ended up on... Three. Four. Mm-hmm. So, you've, you, you've caught up by one again, Tom. Anyway, we'll go through the games. Arsenal versus Newcastle. Now, he all predicted Arsenal to win in this one. Aubameyang missed a flop in my own team. I brought him in for the past three games. He's missed the penalty. Had a goal ruled out for offside. Had an assist ruled out for offside. He's hit the post from about two yards out. One of the worst misses of, of his career, I would imagine. And uh, Didn't stick away a decent chance in the Liverpool game. So, very, very underwhelming. Abysmal transfer from me. Uh, but I would say quite unfortunate, to be honest. Um, no goals for Newcastle, though, so another clean sheet for Ramsdale, Tommy. Pulled off a lovely save as well for Shelby, didn't he? It was a bit exaggerated. I've seen some memes. I've been watching Carla Dragon to exaggerate his saves a bit. Yeah, no, it was a decent safety fair. Wilson got robbed, though. He was destroying Gabriel and Ben White, but the decisions kept going against him from the ref. So on another day, Wilson wins a few of those tussles, gets the decision from the ref, and they probably score. Um, but yeah, no, I think Newcastle were unlucky. And Saka outperforming Smith-Rowe in this one. Smith-Rowe nearly getting the goal with his header from, from about 10 yards out, which obviously then rebounded to a Bamming, who hits the post from about three yards out, even worse. Uh, but Saka outscoring Smith-Rowe, Tom. I did, I, I've always, I brought in Saka instead of Smith-Rowe. When Smith-Rowe was on form, I thought, you know, Saka's the man. And thankfully this week it paid off. But uh, he looks like he's got an injury. Have you got any news on that injury, Tom? No, didn't even know he was injured, to be honest. So there's been there's been no press conferences, I don't think. So no. One to certainly keep an eye on after a decent performance and an eight pointer from Bukayo Saka. Um, other than that, Tom, two of the fullbacks for Arsenal getting assists. Now I think they were both quite fortunate, mm. uh, but it's interesting because Tavares, who looks to have nailed his place at four point three. Uh, getting a, a nine-pointer and Tomiyasu getting a 11-pointer, I think a 12-pointer. 
and he is certainly nailed on that right hand side. So is there any is there any attraction there over over Ben White, or do we stick with uh, Ben White slash Ramsdale? I I wouldn't get any still to be honest. Arsenal are inconsistent. Um, I, it's interesting that I thought Tavares would have been dropped after his shocker at Liverpool. So obviously Arteta does he is definitely first choice, and Arteta does back him. So I'd, I'd maybe say there's some interest in Tavares if you need a whatever his name is if you need a a cheap um, defender, but Nah, I, I still wouldn't be tempted by Arsenal, to be honest. Um, the fixtures aren't the best. Man U, Everton, Southampton, West Ham. There's not many. Um, there's not many times for clean sheets, I would say, in the, in the next few fixtures. Um, well, so, yeah. I was just about to get onto the fact that over Christmas they've got actually quite decent fixtures for clean sheets. I do think that runs fairly mm-hmm. kind uh, with the fixtures coming thick and fast. Ramsdale, Ramsdale up to four point nine now. Uh, is he still worth it at that price, Tom, or do we go down to a four point, uh, four point five, four point six, Guaita, or someone like him? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, I think if Arsenal are going to be consistent, which they're not great at doing, then yeah, he's worth four point nine. Makes quite a few saves, but again, I wouldn't be getting him on my wild card. And I think if you were going to get him, you should have got him a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I'd just stick with the with a cheaper goalkeeper but yeah I don't think it's the worst price for him to be honest but he is just going to keep rising I think every time he gets a big haul people bring him in Fire question who's the best cheap keeper on the game right now Tom? Sanchez <laughs> Yeah I'd probably still well, say Sanchez to be honest After his eight pointer I, I was I was mocking him slightly last week for the fact that he hadn't got more than six points and he duly performed with a, with a nice eight points a very welcome eight points uh, yeah. For my own team, uh, I'll personally go for Guaita. I think Palace are Palace are doing doing quite well, and they'll pick up clean sheets over Christmas. They're just that sort of team. They'll grind out the results. Sanchez similarly, uh, I think they're both good options at four point six. So the two I would probably I'd probably go Guaita over Sanchez. Um, uh, me on the wild card in a couple of weeks, I'm still looking at Guaita as the long term goalkeeper over both Sanchez and Ramsdale. What do you think, Tom? Yeah. No, I don't think it's a bad shout. Fixtures are decent. Palace do look good. Obviously, you've had some good experiences with Brighton in the past. Sorry, <laughs> sure uh, don't remind me. Tom. And... Don't remind me. Sure, he'll come back and return nicely for you. But yeah, no, I think it's a good shout, bro. For the context, I had Guaita for the whole of the start of last season, and he didn't keep a clean sheet for about thirteen or fourteen game weeks. Um, so yeah, bad memories. Anyway, Tom, we'll move on. Uh, to the next game just quickly touch on Gerard two wins in a row what did you think beating Palace away yeah no that's a yeah that's a good result I think that like I've been talking about Villa for a while obviously they weren't really much interest with under Dean Smith um, you mentioned the fullbacks you mentioned Cash scoring obviously Target scored this week um, so yeah no I think Villa have got to be taken seriously and they're definitely a team I'm looking to invest in at some point in the future and Ashley Young picking up an assist. Class mm. is a defender on FPL, but playing as a midfielder, I think that's one to keep an eye on. Um, because Villa's fixtures aren't terrible after the Liverpool game in game week 16. They're, you know, if you're going to rotate them, they're, they're certainly not bad. And Ashley Young is a defender. I think that's actually a very decent chat. On some free kicks as well. Hit a free kick into the roof of the net against uh, Palace a couple of days ago. So 
I think Ashley Youngley really wanted to keep an eye on Tom. Uh, but I, I had no idea he was a he was cost a defender on FPL. Yeah, that's two assists in two games under Gerard now. Um, so yeah, no, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on if he keeps getting regular starts. I just worry about his minutes over Christmas. To be honest, yeah. I don't know how much he can play, how much football he can play. Definitely. Uh, but with the the attacking potential that he's already shown, it is promising signs. Um, from a Palace perspective, conceded from a, a corner yet again. That has been their their downfall so far this season. Uh, is that is that too much of a concern, Tom, or just one of those days? Nah, yeah, I, I don't. I I haven't taken much from it. I think it's just a one-off game. They'll bounce back against Leeds. It doesn't didn't bother me too much to see Gallagher blanking and Palace not winning. I agree, I agree. Next game, uh, Liverpool versus Southampton. I was not expecting four goals, uh, but my man Jota getting getting two of them, doing bits for my, for my own team. Uh, and Jota needs to be taken extremely seriously. It looks like Firmino's injury is a bit more longer term than we were initially expecting, which does mean that Jota is going to get a lot of minutes over Christmas and his minutes, his expected goals per 90 is, I believe, the highest in the league. So at 7.5 or 7.7 years now, I think you really want to be looking to get him in. Uh, and he, he will definitely be in our thoughts coming into transfers probably for next week because it's not very doable this week. But he's got to be he's got to be on the forefront of your mind. It's the way Liverpool play. Those front three get a lot of chances, a lot of goals. And at 7.5, and he's pretty much nailed over Christmas, get the occasion, occasional bench in. I think he's a class, class option, Tom. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I could have got him at the weekend, but I chose not to. Now he's scored a brace. Everyone will hop on him and he'll blank this probably midweek. I, I've, I, I, he was good last year, obviously. And like you said, he produces good stats, but I'm not going to be rushing on him personally. Um, I do think he will keep ticking over, but yeah, I, I won't be rushing on him. But if you've got him, it's definitely a good, he's a good player to have. But I think there's, there's also good players Good value for money, cheaper as well. So, I'm not. I'm. I wouldn't be too fussed. So, you prefer a cheaper option, someone in the five point five to six point five mil bracket, like you, Tom? Gallagher, probably. Corne. I have, a, I have a feeling Corne would outscore Yotta over Christmas, but that's not something I'm willing to put a bet on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if you can get both of, if you can get two of those three, you're looking good over Christmas. Uh, each of them got decent fixtures, Burnley, Palace and Liverpool. So, yeah. And other other points to note from this game, Southampton switched to a three at the back and they played a defender I've actually never heard of before. I don't even know if he was on the game. Lianco, some Brazilian centre-back. Strange decision from Hassan to go into a, to a five at the back and playing this guy who's never played in the Prem before. Don't think he's played for Southampton before either. Uh, and Liverpool took advantage of um, well, Liverpool just been Liverpool at the moment, really. I don't know how much of a Southampton, how much of the the four goals were down to Southampton or down to Liverpool. Thiago scoring again, though. Tom, any interest? Any interest? No, but I'm I'm glad to see him scoring. It shuts people up that says he's a flop. So yeah, no, he's been he does look good, but not no interest there for me. No, I agreed. That was more in sarcasm than anything. But it's great to see him in the Premier League. He's a class player, uh, and he's scored. He's doing well at the moment, so that's great to see. Um, anything else to note? Robertson getting an assist? Any interest, Tom? Oh, he, he looked good, apparently. I, I saw a few of his um, assists he put in. 
again, I wouldn't be against the Robertson and Trent double up. Um, but again, it's another one where you've already got expensive defenders. So you're going to have to take out a City or Chelsea defender. So no, probably not. But no, it's good to see him starting to return again. But he did look quite good. Yeah. I think there's possibly a chance of him being worth it in the future. But for now, certainly not with James Cancelo and Trent. Uh, another 7 million defender blocking you out of Jota probably isn't worth it, in my opinion. But certainly, there could be a time for him in the future. Anything else you want to mention about this game, Tom? No, obviously, Southampton have lost their two on the trot. Um, so this could be the downfall of Southampton and Livermorento. But we'll see how they go over Christmas. I have a feeling they could struggle. Um, but yeah, obviously, we're, we're going up. When we're going down, sorry, Wednesday to watch them. So it'll be good to watch them in person, live, and then we can uh, assess them and come back and talk about them on Thursday's pod or Friday's pod. Yeah. Yeah, interesting to see what happens with Livramento. Now he's he's up to 4.5, 4.6. He's not, he's not really one you want to buy. I think if you've got him, obviously you keep him, but 4.6 mil. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to doubt whether he's worth as a fifth defender. Uh, but that that is um, things can easily change. We'll see them against Leicester. That's going to be a very interesting game, um, especially after the way Leicester performed on the weekend. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, shall I move on? Tom Norwich versus Wolves quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Arman Saar getting the ten pointer. Uh, but I think the most important, the most interesting point to note in this game was was Norwich in general. Norwich attack creating more chances in this game than I can remember them creating under Daniel Farker in the whole of the season. Um, so I had to make four saves and a couple of them were big chances. Max Aaron's had a great chance. He's looking fairly decent this season. Uh, Puki having a big chance as well, again, saved by Saar. I think you mentioned Puki on, uh, I think it was a watch list a little while ago, Tom. And the way Norwich are attacking, it's certainly... It's more promising than it, a lot more promising than it was under Park. So I think we should keep an eye on on Puki. No one else, I would say, but Puki being on penalties, he gets it. He gets a chance or two a game. Um, especially now under Smith, he's getting better service. And against the solid Wolves team, uh, I think Norwich on the grand scheme of things probably deserved the win. So it's promising times for Norwich under Smith. Yeah. Williams getting his first clean sheet as well with a seven point. So if you still have him, fair play. This would have been the week to have him off the bench um, because of the obviously the postponement of matches. Um, but yeah, no, there's promising signs. But we know what, and um, we know how good Dean Smith is as a manager. Obviously, he's, he's not a fantasies fan favourite, but he, he kept Villa up in that in that season, and he's a he is a good manager. So it's exciting to see what he does with Notch this season. Uh, do you think Williams is a is a good option because he's played the first two games under Smith? It looks like he's probably going to be quite nailed uh, moving forward. So three point nine is he worth it as as the new fifth mid, fifth defender? I don't think so, really, because I can't see Norwich keeping too many clean sheets. Um, their fixtures aren't the best. If they when they go for a good spell, possibly. But if you've got him, then I'd just I'd keep him. But if you don't have him, if you're wild card him, possibly yeah, but. If you don't have him, I'd just leave it. Like I have lived Marento and I've had, I've had him since four mil, so I wouldn't be switching him because of the amount of money I've got tied up. So yeah, no, I think if you're wild carding, then you possibly, but it wouldn't be a transfer. I'd be looking to make. Yeah. 
Um, and anything to say from a Wolves perspective? I think they'll take the draw, to be honest. Uh, boring old typical Wolves, to be honest. I hate Wolves, so I don't think that's a great result. But I guess at least they didn't lose. Yeah, from, from the way the game played out, I think they'll take the draw. Um, yeah, another nil-nil draw, Tom. Brighton versus Leeds. And I think the main thing to say for me is that this is we're starting to see the return of Tarek Lamptey at 4.4 million. Yeah. I mean, I saw his average position and it was like he was playing central midfield, like Cancelo last year. He's definitely someone to keep an eye on. I know people are getting on him early. Um, so, yeah, no. It's good to see him back. He was he was good last year. And he was producing lots of stats, but he never got a return, attacking return. So, it'll be interesting to see if he can do it this year. But yeah, no, I think that's a good that's a good point for Leeds. But like we said, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, Brighton have dropped off. They haven't won for like eight game weeks or something. So they've dropped off. But the, the Sanchez pool was very nice for me for both of us having them in our team as well. Especially, especially after Ramsdale got seven points. Yeah, uh, from from a Leeds perspective, they they're struggling for goals. I mean, we've been saying it. I said on the pod a few weeks ago. They haven't scored more than two goals in the game this season, which is not like the leads we, we saw last season. Obviously, major absentees in Bamford and Ailing, uh, but still really, really struggling for goals. I mean, I think they're a team... So when you have a defender playing this team, these at the moment, uh, I think that's a very good clean sheet potential game. Uh, because they're really they're not quite clicking up front, which is understandable with the absentees, but it's slightly worrying from a Leeds perspective, I'd say. But thankfully, the, their defence is shoring up, um, sure, slowly but surely, and that that's that might be what keeps them in the division by the end of the season. But I think I think they will return to their to their solid attack, where they're creating a lot more chances. But it's a way away. I think we need to see Bamford come back. It's certainly a month away, I'd say. But good news, Bamford and Aylin playing the under-23 tonight, Tom. Yeah, good good news for Leeds fans. But yeah, they have been... Yeah, they haven't been... They're, they're, they've been crap this season. And obviously injuries haven't helped, but it is disappointing for them. Um, they need to sort it out. They really do need to sort it out. Yeah. Uh, any any attraction to the Leeds defence, Tom? Nope. No. Definitely not. Agreed. Agreed. Not with the fixtures. Chelsea, City, Arsenal, Liverpool over this over a period in December. That is not a run you want to have with a with a defender. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. Okay. I'm moving on to the Sunday game, Tom. Tony bagging again. Another another decent haul from him. That's two goals uh, in two games. That's what we want to see. Twenty uh, percent owned. I think a lot of people have been uh, a lot of people lost heart in him when he blanked for five times in a row. And we saw quite big numbers get rid of him last week. 150k in the last two weeks, but he comes up with with two goals in two games. It was a penalty, but that's returns from a cheap striker. That's what you want. So nine points, that's important. Yeah, a nice send-off gift, I think, this week. But no, he, we, we know he's a good player. and He scored a few pens last year. He scored a lot of goals last year. It will tick over this season, but yeah, it's not someone I'd be looking to invest in. But good for the people that have stuck with him. Fair play. 
I'm inclined to agree with you on Tony. I think he looks good for the Brentford team, but he's all about the team. And you look at towards the end of the game, he's not going to try and score a goal. He, he's going to try and waste time. Uh, so he's all about the points for the team. And he's, he's very heavily involved in the play, but doesn't get enough cutting-edge chances. I think we're starting to see the the emergence of of new, more promising options, especially in that in that Watford team, possibly Pookie as well, even cheaper prices than Tony. Uh, so I think maybe give him a few more weeks, but I, I don't think he's got a place in my own team long term. No. no. Uh, and a word on Everton, Tom? <laughs> Shambolic like they have been lately. They really need DCL back. They're in trouble. They are in big trouble this, this season. Um, I mean, I still own grey <laughs> I'll get onto that later but yeah no they are they are woeful when you got the likes of Rondon and Awobi playing there I don't really know what you expect I, I I obviously on Twitter some Everton fans and they just they just gave up before the game even started off they saw the lineup. so it is they are shambolic at the moment yeah worst team in the league I'm inclined to agree there two draws and five losses in the last seven it's really gone to pop for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm imagining you're, you'll be heading off of Damari Gray fairly, fairly swiftly, Tom. I'll, I'll come on to that later. I'm on, yeah, I'm not definitely sure. I'll come on to that later. Look at my team. Okay, now we would be moving on to the Burnley Spurs game, but of course, got postponed. Anything you want to say about that, Tom? I mean, you had your little word at the start of the episode, but anything else? I mean, it feels bad for the people that travelled to the game. Um, but yeah, no, it is frustrating, but in, in in a positive way, at least it wasn't to do with COVID. So at least it was just the snow. But it is poor that you can't get a Premier League game started because of snow. Like it's, we're in 2021 now. They should have enough stuff to sort out. That, that is quite poor from Burnley. But I do think it would have been... A, I think Burnley might have won with the weather conditions. So they're tougher than Spurs as a team. So it would have been a tough game and there'll be a if Spurs get knocked out the EFL Cup by West Ham, there'll be a double game week in 21 and Spurs will have Watford and Burnley. So, uh, triple captain Kane, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Once he's back on form. Yeah, yeah no, I think it will happen soon. Um, but I think it's a, it's a, it's another reminder of something we had to contend with last season was putting the vice-captain on a player in a different game because this happened very last minute. That, Of course, we were we were made aware of the storm coming and the possible chance of postponement in a couple of games up north. But look, I, I think it's just it's just another reminder. If you're going to captain players, two players from the same team, it, there is a slight risk that comes with that. Uh, so, so just be aware of that. Uh, and I would recommend certainly putting your advice on someone in another game. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Another game where they had to battle with snow was the Leicester-Watford game. I was watching the highlights of this one. And uh, when Dennis scored, I couldn't actually tell he'd scored. The ball was honestly as white as the snow. Um, it, it's just very hard to work out what's going on. I don't know how the, all the fans could see the ball going in the net, honestly. Uh, but more importantly, 4-2 for Leicester. And and Rogers seemed very pleased uh, in his post-match interviews. He says the team's very close to where uh, they want to be, which is promising, I think. Madison coming back when Madison gets confident the whole team seems to 
to tick a little bit better and a massive performance from him. Uh, a goal and two assists, setting up Vardy for both of his goals. It's promising signs. It's very promising signs for Leicester. Uh, have they found their formation now, Tom? Yeah, it's just annoying because, again, someone like Madison is someone I'd love to get in this week, but I'm just still not 100% sure that they have found their formation. Did they, what, what, I, I'll be honest, what formation did they play? I don't even know. Do you know? So they played with, with four at the back, Sumare and Ndidi as the two holding mids. Uh, obviously, Tielemans is out and will, will still be out for a couple of weeks, I believe. Madison in that kind of advanced role with Barnes on their left, Lookman on the right and Vardy up front. Yeah. It'd be nice to see them sit like that. I'd, lo- I'd love to be able to top on the likes of Madison, but yeah, I'm not sure, but that was a good win for them. And it was a goal fest, like, like you'd expect from two teams that, well, two teams that can't really defend, but we know like scoring goals when they're on form. Yeah. And, well, Vardy finally returning. Uh, quick word on him, Tom. Yeah, if you still have him, fair play. I mean, you've stuck with it. This is always a game where you'd expect him to, re- to return there. If I had him, I would have considered putting the armband on him. But, um, yeah, no, if you had him, fair play for sticking with him. He's a he's a top um, scoring striker as well. So he he's, he's has done well this season, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, Leicester's fixtures aren't the worst. Yeah, there's certainly room to consider them uh, over Christmas. Man City and Liverpool, Boxing Day and on the 28th, so that's a very tough spell, but if Leicester are on form, you, you wouldn't put uh, put them scoring a couple goals past them, so uh, definitely definitely worth considering if they if they score a couple in the next couple games. Um, from a Watford perspective though, Tom, I think the most important thing here was Emmanuel Dennis. Looks to have picked up a slight knock, but if we ignore that for the moment, uh, a goal and an assist in this one, uh, bagged yet another double-digit haul. That's three double-digit hauls in his last four starts, um, or three double-digit hauls in his last four games, I should say. And that's promising. He's playing on the left wing, but he's very heavily involved in the in the play. And at 5.3 million, he genuinely looks like a decent option uh, for FPL. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, uh, I'm guessing you cream yourself when you saw him uh, when you score him skull. You love the man, but. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, good price. Watford are looking good under Ranieri. Um, Chelsea and City next, though, so I'd hold off buying them. But yeah, no. They're going to keep scoring, I think. Um, he's already 11% owned, so he's, his ownership and price is only going to keep going up. But yeah, they do look good. Got him, um, Dennis and King. So they're definitely be a, a team and, a, and players to watch as a whole, I think. Yeah. Definitely. At their price... Watford as a team, they they they're open defensively, but they're going to score goals. They're exciting to watch. Proper team you want to put your you want to put your midfielders armband uh, on. Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea midfielder or striker against Watford is it seems like the ideal game right now, alongside Everton. Yeah, definitely. Okay, penultimate game of of the weekend, Tom, and. The man who, who starred in this one, really, with a 13-pointer was Ilkay Gundogan. What do you think about this, Tom? It's interesting. I, I was reading an article um, Saturday morning for the game week, written by James Shaw, FPL top. Obviously, he's in our league. He's a great manager. Make sure to check out him on Twitter and check out his article. But he, he put Gundogan out there, actually, before the 
game weekend he was showing his stats and he was looking quite good and I mean it did make me think but I was like there's no way I can get him like you don't know his minutes and stuff but yeah he's he's performed <laughs> he had that good spell around this time last year but I would not be going anywhere near him I hate him still from last year um but yeah no he stole the show I mean he still shouldn't have got the assist for that second goal I'm certain on it I think I've watched it about 10 times and he did definitely didn't touch it or he didn't need to touch it anyway um but yeah good ball for him but I don't know anyone that owns him, to be honest. No, he's only he's only three point five percent owned, but I've also seen those stats, and he is ranked as one of the one of the highest midfielders for non-penalty xG per ninety yeah. this season, which is quite impressive. Um, so, that one to keep an eye on for minutes. It's just it's a difficult one. Man City have got great fixtures over Christmas, I'd say, and as you mentioned, Tommy hit this. He hit this amazing purple patch about this time last season so it could be happening again but with the return of of Breiner, Breiner it, it's difficult uh, and Silver seems to be playing a lot of minutes as well so it's the Breiner, Silver and and Gundogan fighting for these three spots there's going to be rotation there over Christmas which is the, the main concern uh, but otherwise yeah decent, decent option it looks like and well Man City clean sheet getting getting wiped. Were you pleased to see that Lanzini? What a finish! No, I wasn't pleased to see that. I was. I needed some bloody points from Diaz. I thought the game had finished at two 0 and I logged into Twitter twenty minutes later and I see saying Lanzini had scored. I was like, "What are you on about?" Um, <laughs> yeah, there was no need for him to score. The game was the game was over. So that was frustrating. But yeah, no. I mean, City won. We we all backed them to win. I think. Um, it was expected. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't really have much else to say on it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd say about West Ham is two uncompetitive or two games where they lack that kind of competitive spirit that we we've come to uh, be accustomed to under Moyes. Pretty slack display against Wolves last game where they lost one nil, and then again here didn't seem to create many chances at all. Quite disappointing. Um, so it's it's a slightly concerning time. Yeah, I certainly give them Brighton. But if they're poor against Brighton, then there there will be alarm bells ringing for for me being an uh, or for us being an Antonio uh, owner. Tom, what do you think? I yeah. Well, like I said, ages ago, if I, if I had him in my team, which I don't, I never in Antonio, but I would have got him at the start of the bad fixtures. Something's interesting though. I wanted to ask you again. Because of what happened with the Spurs, I took no notice of the two cup games. But I heard Masuaki was starting. Was that did that mean Johnson was benched or? Would you not know? played yet again uh, yeah, right back as well, as well as Masuaki. I'm not sure how West Ham's out. They either set up with five at the back with Cresswell at left centre back and Masuaku at left wing back, or Masuaku oh. got pushed forward to a left wing kind of role. But Johnson, yes, did play again. Cresswell looked to have picked up a knock, so Kufal came on to play at left back. Uh, but I, I do think Johnson's got that spot. I'm pretty confident he's keeping it long term. Yeah, saying their fixtures aren't growing, they're not in the best form. But yeah, no, I mean, I think if you, I, I think if you've held Antonio, you, you probably just keep him because his fixtures get good. But, um, but yeah, no, not not looking good from West Ham, and Antonio is not on form. And when they have been scoring, it hasn't been him. But all it takes is one double-digit haul, and everyone will be hyping him back up, and everyone will want him again. So I wouldn't be rushing off him now to be honest yeah 
agreed with you there. And the final game, Chelsea United. United doing a job on Chelsea here, I think was the, the main main thing to take from this game. Yeah. Set up with Sancho and Rashford. I mean, Jorginho's got third uh, place in the Ballon d'Or somehow. Got a goal and an assist in that game. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, nice penalty though. But yeah, no. I mean, United was so boring. But fair play to Carrick. They were playing for the draw. They got the draw. Um, Rudiger had a good chance at the end. Would have been nice. Well, actually, we don't own him anymore. So it wouldn't have been nice. To score. <laughs> um, but but yeah, Alonso. I wasn't impressed with Alonso, if I'm being honest. I also ZX awful um, as well. But yeah, no, I was disappointed with Alonso. I thought he was he was missing something. If Chua had played, I think they would have won that game, Chelsea. Um, so he does seem a bit slow. I feel like he's going to might take a little while to go. I'm pleased. I went James. We went James. Nine team as well. Mm. I think it's understandable. Alonso hasn't hit the ground running. I mean. He did pick up a knock uh, last month or early this month when he's missed six games, six Premier League games in a row. So he's he's going to take a, a little while to get up to speed. You can see that by the fact that he got subbed off, which wouldn't normally happen if he was fully fit. So I think wait and see of Alonso, but he certainly he certainly could be a very good option uh, if he starts if things start to tick for him. Uh, and I wouldn't disregard him as an option at all just yet. Uh, I think him and James is still very good reason to be on both of them if this man looks good in the next game or two. I think it's certainly hopping on is a good idea. Uh, but other than that, not too much we can take from a Man United perspective because, again, Carrick was, was in charge. Uh, I think fair play to him the way he set up, um, set up for, the, for the breakaway win, which he nearly got. Um, but with Ragnik coming in, we don't know how they're going to set up. We don't know who's going to be playing, especially up front. Uh, four at the back, five at the back, probably four at the back. But who's what players are going to be playing midfield attack? It's, it's hard to say. So just in general, well well played to Carrick, getting the, the draw against the probably the the most informed team in Europe, or one of the most informed teams in Europe right now. Yeah, Luke Shaw dropped his R, which was expected. I he dropped. I think he will lose his place under Ragnar, whatever his name is. Is he not injured? Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't. I think Tellers will, will keep his place. No, very possibly. Uh, yeah. And one one last thing to mention here: return of Werner and Lukaku. Lukaku comes off the bench. I think within a few weeks he's going to be the man that we want to get on. Now I'm calling it out now, Tom. Do Lukaku or Werner? Lukaku. Maybe, maybe. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not convinced yet, but. I don't think we'll be getting on Ronaldo. That's for sure. Um, Looks unlikely right now, but I think a Man United midfielder will certainly come strongly into our yeah. thinking uh, yeah. in a couple of weeks' time. It won't be Sancho. Eh? That's for we'll sure see. as well. That's an well, not for you, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, that rounds up the prediction game results, Tom. So I'll quickly go through the the tables at the moment in the Instagram league uh, I'm leading 65 Instagram second on 64 they've really caught up guests on 58 Tom you're on 57 so a bit of catching up to do and in the guest league guests winning by 9 points from me 90 to 81 to 68 for you Tom but you're doing alright the last few weeks you're doing alright yeah well I've beaten you in two weeks in a row and I said the comeback was on so 
I'm I'm not fast. I'm uh I'm I'm I am prepared to to play the long game, like I said, and I'm on my way back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Now, if we move on to the to the differential, now I just want to mention before we do that, the FPL Cup should be starting next week, game week fifteen. Where are you now, seeing? There is, a, there is a slight chance because the England Cup, a new addition to FPL this season, starts in game week sixteen, um, or you, you have to qualify in game week sixteen, which means that the FPL Cup should either start this game week or next game week. Just something to pay attention to. There isn't an FPL Cup. I'm sure of it, Chris. I don't think there is. <laughs> There's got to be an FPL Cup. I don't know. I don't know. I think the England Cup might have replaced it, to be honest. <laughs> I hope not. That would be a crying shame. Yeah. Well, like I messaged you at the weekend, at least it wasn't bloody the weekend just gone. Because if I've been scummed two years in a row by Spurs games being postponed because it was Spurs and City last year, I would have been absolutely fuming so if it is this week I'm prepared and I'll be in it we'll both be in the cup this year that's for sure that's a promise well I really hope so yeah uh, I can't find any information right now on it but it should be starting I'm surprised it's not it's not more clear but no I know, I know. Soon. yeah yeah there'll be something I'm sure they'll put something out we'll find out for Thursdays but I don't know well, we'll find out because we're either in it or it'll be coming at the week. Oh. Okay, well, as I mentioned, Tom, we'll move on to the differentials now. I believe it's my turn to start. Yeah. Now, I don't think you'll be expecting this one. I mentioned him about one or two minutes ago. Timo Werner. I expect him to start and he's playing against the Watford team who I've bigged up as being open defensively. So... Yeah, I've already oh yeah, I've already used them, but have that's you? Not, yeah, but what 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 was the rule? We couldn't use players that we used ourselves. No, no, I can't them. use them. I didn't realize you hadn't you already used, used them. Game week game week one. Okay, so I've got to think of a replacement. Well, you can you can go first. Then. I can't because I put Wilson. I've just realized you just used them as well. That is <laughs> absolutely abysmal from you, Tom. That's abysmal from both of us. Oh, to be fair, Werner was game week one. Wilson was last game week. <laughs> Two game weeks okay. ago. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, actually, I've got mine. I've got mine. I'm going bold. Timo Pukki. Yeah. I'm guessing he's under 10%. <laughs> you better find out. No, he will be. He won't be. Able. Yeah, Timo Pukki. I mean, Newcastle aren't the best defensively. I've had to think on the spot. Let's just back the man. I was going to back Wilson. There's going to be some goals. He's 5.2% owned. All right, Chris, tell us yours. No, uh, My man, I'm actually going to be watching this man. Any guesses, Tom? Oh, no. Madison. Lookman, 0.1% owned. Oh. Scored last game week. Uh, I feel like I might as well go for a little punt in this one. If Leicester score, which I hope they don't, I hope Southampton win clean sheet, but if they do, I hope it's this match. Actually, I'm going to check. Can I change one? Can I go Madison? Because we're going to be at the game. So it'll make it better. You're going to look, then I'll go Madison. Just as long as we haven't chosen Madison before. No, we haven't. No, obviously not. Are you I'm sure? Not I'm not going to cheat. Yeah, it's not, he's not on it. We okay. have not chosen Madison. We've chosen Barnes. So, yeah, there we go. The battle of the... We'll be at the game. The battle of the thing. We're backing against Southampton, which 
isn't very good. Yeah, no. Let's hope Pookie doesn't back. But yeah, we fought on the spot and we we planned that quite well, Chris. Actually, to mess it up, and then when we come on pod, we both pick a game from a game we're watching on Wednesday. So that was yeah, that was well planned. Smart, really. That was well planned in the notes. <laughs> I'll plan tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Tom. Well, to round us off with this this episode, which is slightly longer than we were yep. anticipating. <laughs> of course, yeah, man. I'm sure you're appreciating that, Tom. We, we'll, yeah. do, we'll go for our um preview for game at 14 now the plan is to save the transfer which i think is a sensible thing our team's looking decent for this week we've got Sarwin goal alexander arnold james diaz and Samedo at the back salah captain gallagher rafinha kane antonio and wilson i'm expecting returns from that front three we've chosen to bench and bumo for Samedo because well and bumo's blanked uh for since game week eight so not looking great for him and uh, Samedo over Livramento because, Tom? Uh, because we've got Lookman and Madison on our differentials. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so that's our team. Just brought in Samedo from Boomer. That was the only change from last week, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like we'll, we should have a decent week. The team looks pretty decent on paper. I just want Wilson to return. Yeah, same. It's about bloody time, Wilson. Come on, don't let us start. What are your plans for your team, Tom? Um, well, so the plan was to roll, and then I've realised I've got the exact money to do grey to Yotta. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get off grey at some point, but I just feel like it's a it's a boring move. But I've I've been looking up the Firmino injury whilst you've been talking, and it's a very unknown, which means he can't be back for at least a few weeks, and that's like five or six game weeks over Christmas, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I, I hate getting on Yotta after he gets two goals, but so I see I mean I'm not set on it but I might just make the transfer in the end because it gets rid of Gray it gets Yotta in there now it's just a set and forget sort of thing and then if Leicester look good I'll be getting one of Madison or Barnes at the weekend and um, that's for sure from Rafinha that is a promise yeah. I think that's a sensible thing to do so I might just make the Yotta move I'm not sure and in my team I've brought I've obviously taken Aubameyang out and the plan was to bring in Kane I would have had to take a minus four. And oh, Saka yeah. probably would have had to go down to a five million. And there's not really a good five million midfielder. So I've brought in instead Callum Wilson. So I'm back in the Wilson. Fair enough. So you've got one um, premium. Yeah, for two weeks and then I'm wild card. Oh, you should have brought in Broger. We're watching him. You could have done... Um... Oh, no, you mean a five million midfielder. Sorry, that's my bad. Yeah. Oh, because you're all oh, right. Because so, what are you wild card in the week? Wilson's fixtures turn bad, or is right, it the week I should be wild card in for game at 16, which is when Wilson plays less. Yeah, all right, that's fine. Could have brought in Hoiberg, Chris. You're not tempted. Five mil likes a goal. I did look at him, but I feel like that goal was just one of those where. Against Leeds, versus it happens once or twice a season, maybe three scored, or four times. Scored two this season. That's like a goal. that'll be it. No, it won't. He'll get he'll get five at least across the season. No, yeah, no, I would not. This is not the game for Hoiberg, as you don't get things like passing tears and all that. But no, fair enough. You've made the transfer early. Aubameyang had to go. Had um, to it go. was always it was always going to be a bad transfer. Um, it really yeah. wasn't. It's going to always destined to be bad, but. It was. I'll move, I'll move us on, Tom, because we don't need to talk about this any longer. 
No, we don't. I can appreciate that. So, Newcastle-Norwich, the first game. This this midweek is televised only by Prime Video, which I love to see. And the way that fixtures are set up is that you have a 7.30 game and an 8.15 game. So, you basically have non-stop football from 7.30 until 10 o'clock, which is very nice. I did look at that and I was like, I've got a bloody love assignments to do, but I'm not getting any done this week for college. I'm screwed. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, well, first half of the Newcastle-Norwich game, then you watch Leeds-Palace 15 minutes of the second half, and then you whip out your laptop and put Newcastle-Norwich back on that whilst having Leeds-Palace on. And it works out perfectly. So, yeah, thank you, Prime, for doing that. I do love games when they're on Prime, I must admit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is bloody hype, I must, I, must, I must admit. Yeah, I'm very excited. But yeah. the first game, Tom, is Newcastle and Norwich. Now, we both brought in Callum Wilson. We both got a back Newcastle to score. I'm going for 2-2. I didn't bring in Callum Wilson. I already own Callum Wilson. But, yep, 2-1, Newcastle. Good. They're not no, we won't this talk too, too long about each of the games. No. Uh, we'll just give our predictions. Leeds Palace. Ooh, 3-1 Palace I've got written down it. Mm, I can't see three goals going in. As I mentioned earlier, Leeds seem to be doing all right defensively I'm going to 2-1 Palace yeah I don't know what I was thinking there but I'm sticking with it Saints Leicester 2-2 goal fest at St Mary's 1-1 I can't see well it could be a goal fest but Saints attack I'm not sure we'll have to see I hope they do Jay Adams brace Chris wink wink (laughs) Uh, Watford versus Chelsea 3-1 Chelsea I think with Sar out, his, his, the extent of his injury is unknown. Dennis could be missing this game, so I'm going with 2-0. I think Chelsea will keep the clean sheet. Sar was out the weekend, I remember that as well. Scored two. Dennis is also out. Well, he might be out. Screw Dennis. Flop. All right. West Ham versus Brighton. 2-1 West Ham. They're finally going to pick up a win. Mm. I think West Ham will score. I've gone with 1-1 though. Brighton love a draw. Mm. You can see it coming. Fair enough. Wolves versus Burnley. 2-1 one for nil. me. Wolves. 1-0. One 1-0 nil. One nil Burnley for me. Can't back the Wolves. Burnley are going to tear them up. Burnley and Spurs both get the, the little rest, which could be very useful uh, moving into this Christmas period. So, Burnley it should be very fresh after Wolves went away to Norwich and had to slog out a nil-nil. So, very much could be in the hands of Burnley this game. Well, I'm expecting a return from Corne after his no-show at the weekend. So, expect to return an apology from him. Okay. Well, you should also expect an apology from Diaz because I think Man City will keep a clean sheet. 2-0 against Villa. I might bench Diaz this week. 2-1 City. I could see a draw. If I'm being honest, but I'm back in 2-1. Okay. Everton versus Liverpool. 3-0 Liverpool. Everton are so bad. Yeah. Agreed. Rafa Benitez is going <laughs> to... Well, Rafa Benitez certainly um, won't mind if Liverpool win this game. So, 3-0. Tottenham versus Brentford. 2-1 Spurs. Yep, same for me. I think they'll just like when Ben Davies will bag a brace. Kane will get a mm-hmm. brace of assists. I'll be loving life. I won't. I won't be complaining. <laughs> Can't wait, Brett. Davies. The Davies goal is written in the stars in the next two two games. 
shame he's not a very good footballer because if he was good, he would he would score. But I'm sorry, like I told you before, his, his end product is not great. And a difficult one to round it off, Tom. Man United versus Arsenal. Mm, 2-1 United, but yeah, I'm not sure. That's what mm. I've gone, but I'm not sure. I've gone with 2-1 to Arsenal. I think they're... It's, it's just a really difficult one to predict. I think Man United will have a bit of a bounce, but it's going to take time for Rag, Rag, Rangnick, Ragnick to work his magic. And he's not going to have that time to train with the team. It's just going to be game after game after game. So it will be quite hard for United. But uh, well, for that reason, I'm going for Arsenal to win 2-1. Yep, fair enough. Um, well, we've hit the 50-minute mark, Chris. So done a good job for our... Our short episode of the week. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're very excited for this for this game week. The first, as I mentioned at the start, midweek game week of the season. It's exciting. We'll be down at St. Mary's on Wednesday, loving life with the Southampton Ultras. When Chadham scores a brace, we will be going absolutely wild. We'll be missing the train home. It's going to be yeah. superb. Yeah, and then we'll be getting that up. Second part of the week out on Thursday evening slash Friday morning, depending on time-wise. Make sure to check that one out. That will probably be a full-blown episode, I think. Depends, again, but it'll, it'll, I think we'll have everything watch list, all that it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, it has been good. I do enjoy getting two podcasts out a week when it's necessary. It's, not, it's, it's very it's gratifying, I have to say, and it's good to get them out. Keep keep rolling them out. Decent decent quality pod as well from from us tonight, Tom. It's been it's been fun to record on this cold Monday night. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back on Thursday or Friday uh, with a review of Gaming 14, preview for Gaming 15. They're coming thick and fast, so stay tuned. Yep, and Chris is going to go and put out the Instagram poll after this. So make sure you're voting if you're uh, voting on the poll for the predictions. Check our Instagram team that we posted tomorrow. And do not miss the deadline. Six, six o'clock, o'clock Tuesday. Yep, six o'clock tomorrow, the thirtieth of the set November. November, just uh, just staying up. Um, it is still November, Chris. But yeah, no. Best of luck for the game week, everyone, and we'll be back in a couple of days. See you later, guys. <laughs>